0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store
2: to make the switch today. It's 6.02 in the a.m. on this Taco Tuesday. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Time to get up. And if you're up already, time to leave. If you are left already, be safe on the road. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn on this Taco Tuesday. What's up, gentlemen? Not a whole lot. (laughs) Tuesday, another bad football game. And by gentlemen, I mean
3: Ed and Joe. What's up, Jeremy? Yeah, I just want Ed. Let's just talk to Ed for a little bit. See how Ed's
4: doing. So what did you do last night?
3: (laughs) Just stay at home, watch football. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Look
2: at that smile. (laughs) So, oh, I <laughs> Takes me
4: away. <laughs> Where I. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's relaxed. You look pretty relaxed, man. <laughs> I, am, I am
3: relaxed.
4: <laughs> Just got you going last Pain night. free. Oh,
3: oh. I feel Really? Good. Well, as <laughs> pain free as I get. Yeah. He's on a roller
2: coaster, Yeah.
4: He's having a good time. So, but yeah, you have a, a crappy football game last it night. It was
2: garbage. <laughs> it was terrible. It was absolute garbage. I mean, like like rerun baseball was better than that. How, the no first knowing one, one was what was going to happen. I watched some NBA last night. Yeah, the first five minutes of that football game took like
4: like forty minutes. It felt like it felt the just... flags, uh, incomplete, incomplete, incomplete punt. Oh, turnover. Oh, we got to review it. It's like come on. I mean, there was a flag on like every play, and I'm
2: not saying it doesn't deserve to be. So I don't know if it's just. Bad players, Sick. bad refs. It's or not. What? It's not bad officiating. It's bad rules. The officials are calling what the NFL wants. That's why I'm not. I'm not even getting on them anymore. Because, I mean, I think they get pats on the back for that crap that they call. To be honest with you. I think they get graded well. Well, they probably
3: do if they're doing what they they're asking. Sure. And the, the problem is either way, it sucks. It's bad football. If the player is sloppy, causing them to throw flags, that's a problem. And if the refs are just, you know. Calling everything that you can possibly call, you know, uh, some of these hands to the face calls are ridiculous. They're just yep. grazing and yep, I away agree. from the play and all that. I I don't get the purpose.
2: Yeah. I watch I watched the Clippers and the Knicks. I kept flipping back to that or watching that on my phone, the the NFL game. But it was just it's just dude, it's to the point now. If you look at the NFL week by week, you can count maybe on one hand how many good games you get. True. Honestly. Steelers, Titans, don't tell me that was a good game. That was a close game, but it was bad football. Uh, Chiefs, ball, the Dolphins, was it really a good game?
4: It I mean, ended really, up being
2: in the end, but it wasn't. It was, it was close. All right, Vikings, Falcons, that probably was a good game. All right? Browns, Cardinals, no. no. Packers, no. I think Commanders, Patriots was probably a good game. Let's go with two of that. All right, the Saints, no. Ravens, hell no. If you weren't a Ravens fan, you would have turned that game off at halftime. 100%. Yeah. All right, te- Texas Buccaneers was probably the game of the week. Colts, no. Raiders, no. All right, Eagles-Cowboys, good game. Bengals, no. Char- four good games. Yeah. All week, you had four good games. <coughs> Rest of them were garbage.
3: Terrible. Terrible. I mean, it's just it- – like last night's game, and this isn't nothing with fandom or that. I was just like, I, t- I watched as long as I could have. I can't watch this anymore. Can't. Between I mean, the flags and the turnovers and the sloppy play, and it's just, ugh.
4: I feel bad for Garrett Wilson. I feel like you got, like, in Rob, you said it a couple of weeks ago that Zach Wilson, like, you, you see something, in, like, he has something it's there. him. I I just don't see it, man. Like, and, and maybe I'm seeing too many of these games no, from him. You're right, and and not enough. Of, I,
2: I saw a flash, but that was like a quarter and a half all year. That's it. Even even his incompletions, he throws him like three four yards out of bounds.
4: Yeah, Garrett Wilson's yeah. making catches that should be easier catches. Like, did you see the toe tap that he almost Tried, got in yeah. when he was out of bounds? Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think people understand how amazing that body control yeah. is and how difficult it is to for lack of a better term, go limp in that moment to drop your feet down and drag yeah. it. And he missed it by like an inch on a on a pass that he could have just thrown it to him <laughs> instead yeah. of making him go all the I, way out. I
2: think Tony Lombardi on Twitter last night said it best. Zach Wilson is Kyle Bowler. Yeah. He's Kyle Bowler. Maybe no, he's kind of, Oh, he's not that good. <laughs> he's, he's really the <laughs> cowboy had two three hundred yard games in him. Yeah, I,
3: mean, I, I just look at Zach Wilson. Like that play Jeremy was talking about. You know, with the toe tap, Garrett Wilson tried to save it, but the ball was out of bounds. It, it didn't have to be. It just, it, just not good.
4: And I, I had a first last night too because uh, you watched the Lakers game at all. The Lakers were playing mm-hmm, the Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, and my son said Anthony Davis was injured going into the half, and I'm going, "Oh man, this is this sucks for because uh-huh. you know he played Anthony Davis. I see he comes out for the second half. And I was like, what was it? He had what they called a groin spasm.
3: <laughs> I have those in the afternoon sometimes.
4: I'm just I've never heard
3: of groin, groin spasm. spasm. So
4: like you have you have a dude that's <sighs> always hurt or like gets hurt all the time. And again, I I say this, I don't like talking about injuries. But that being said, but you can't you can't talk about Anthony Davis without talking about injuries. No, because like it's just it's wasted talent, if you will. The, the you spend mm-hmm. them. It's not wasted, but you spend that much no, time he in the is IR. The you, it makes you talent. wonder what could have been. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about like you, you mentioned guys like Bo Jackson and Gale Sayers, what their careers could have been. You know, it's just it's crazy. But <laughs> I've never heard of a groin spasm. It's like they're making up stuff now. He did play in the second <laughs> half, but he sat down the stretch <laughs> yeah. a
2: little bit. He looks like an operation wow. board. Yeah. you Remember the, the game you played as a kid? That's, all those injuries. Injuries everywhere on his body. Seriously. I, I think he's immensely talented, but he ticks me off. He frustrates me. I don't like him. Mm. He, he and LeBron James and the whole crew that they brought in is the reason that I can't cheer for the Lakers anymore. I'll get back to him. I will. But right now, I can't. I don't like watching him. Go Warriors. You know, I want to see Steph Curry try to chase for some more championships. I'd rather see that. I'd rather see the Miami Heat play the way they play, hard-nosed basketball, you know what I mean? I'd rather see that than that crap you you see in L.A. Well, both the teams in L.A., they both make me sick. Mm -hmm. They both make me sick. I I root for both of them. I was a Knicks fan last night.
4: The Clippers' starting lineup last night was Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and, of course, Ivaka Zubak. uh, And they lost. They lost. I mean, it's their first game together, but if you'd have told me those guys were all on the same team, Five years ago, I said, there's no way they're losing. Like, who who beats
2: that team? And you don't even need to tell me the bench yet. So tell me why
3: I'm supposed to like that Nets team. The Nets roster two years ago said the same
2: thing. Yeah, I just don't. Tell, tell me who I'm supposed to like on that team based on their history now. Because I'm not the guy that makes excuses for people. I'm not that guy. I'm, I'm the it is what it is guy. You know what I mean? I, this is what I see. That's what it is. I'm not going to try to make up. Well, you don't know what happens. I know that every team he's played for, these these guys, there's been a reason they left, and they blame everybody else. So tell me why I'm supposed to like those guys.
4: The only one I would like, all Westbrook does is work his ass off. He may not be as good as the rest of the guys, and maybe he gets hyped up too much. He's a diva.
2: I don't think he's a diva. I think he's a diva. I don't. He has he has a, he has a, a problem share ball sharing. Any place he goes, he's a diva.
4: I don't think it's ball-sharing with him. I mean, the guy's averaging a triple-double. The same thing with James Harden. I mean, they pass the ball. They take
3: a lot of bad shots.
2: There, there you go. But take that's a, not being a diva. He's just taking bad shots. I got I to gotta take an X amount of shots. That's, that's, come on.
3: Stop. Did Harden lead the league an assist last year? Yeah.
4: Well, I don't know if he led an assist. Uh, I'm trying think to think did. Halliburton did. Either Harden or Halliburton he
3: did.
2: did. He's always sure. up there. Yeah. But he's he's. So think about this, Ed. How many guys have that many assists and nobody wants to play with them? <laughs> That tells you all you need to know. know.
4: He is the system. You don't know right. That's <laughs> so you, you have that many assists <laughs> and
2: nobody wants to play with you? Uh, there's something wrong there. Uh. 410-583-1057, that's the number. What is going on in Ann Arbor, Michigan? We'll talk about that at 715. But on the other side, you've had some more time to think about it. Now your thoughts about Sunday afternoon at MT Bank Stadium. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the Fan.
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: Storming the castle with the Big Bad Morning Show. Brought to you by Life Med Institute. Guys, regain confidence and performance in the bedroom with RevWave Therapy at Life Med Institute. RevWave is a revolutionary non-invasive ED treatment. Call 410-575-1200 or lifemedinstitute.com to find out more. 105.7 The Fan.
0: What the standings are now are not important. It's what the standings are after the last regular season game that matter. So, our guys really understand that, you know, and that's something that we're focused on one game at a time. What really matters is how we compare to ourselves from the week before. And that's what we're working on.
2: You know, we put this in, folks, because we know how it is. Monday is always emotional. Monday, ad is always overreactive. But after you have a chance to sit back and think about it, you realize, you know what? My football team has two more wins than everybody else in the division. My football team is only one of two teams with seven wins in all the AFC. Life ain't that bad, is it? That bad.
3: It's the only football team in the NFL with a point differential of 115. Is that even close? You look down at the, the powerhouse teams, and people. you go to the Chiefs, it's 65. The Eagles are plus 57. Ravens are plus
2: 115. They just... Beating the crap out of people. And, Jeremy, before the naysayers jump in and say, well, you haven't played anybody. Well, you thought the Bengals were somebody. They played them. You thought the Lions were somebody. They played them. You thought the Seahawks were somebody. They played them. So they played somebody. And they also played a Texans team who's young, but they've proven afterwards that they can so score the some points too. as well. Yeah, and the Browns.
4: Browns yeah. are everybody's darling. Yeah. And somebody knocking, rocking them boots. You know, like – when you think of, when you think about this team again, it goes back to it. I know we're going to do our top three later today, uh, where you're forcing me to pick a best team in the NFL because yeah. Rob's a. Anyway, we'll get to that later. We'll but, get to that later. Got a message for Facebook. <laughs> well, but you know, when you look at it, you can make a serious case for the Ravens being the best team in football. And um, you know, I know some of the naysayers. You'll either have something negative to say about Lamar or how they're doing, how they've done in the postseason leading up until now, but. You know, I I think this team is built fairly well. I like what the offense has been doing. Um, Just need to see more of it. I need to see more consistency out of it. Other than that, I mean, I I don't really have any complaints about
2: the team. I got something from Facebook uh, this morning. I feel like Chuck D. I got a letter from the government. Stop being an a-hole, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Jokers. But, you know, you you look at this win. Jeremy, I don't need 24 more hours. To look at this win. I don't understand and how there was so much negativity spewed yesterday on air from the callers. That to me was an absolute ass-whipping, and I got nothing.
3: It was total dominated. They dominated every aspect of that game. So I, I don't know how these people But people do, and that's fine. That's why we have phones on a talk show. They want to call in and complain? Go ahead. I don't know how you could. I literally walked away with nothing to see here. I mean, it, people... It, Look, it was such ridiculous domination. The Ravens had the ball for forty minutes. Forty. How many first downs the Seahawks had? Six. Ravens had twenty-nine. I mean, just think about five hundred fifteen yards to one fifty-one. One fifty-one total yards. to five fifteen.
2: I mean, it, how could you complain? They had more yards either rushing or passing, Jeremy, than the Seahawks had total. Either side, you want to pick either rushing or passing. The Ravens had more than the Seahawks had total. There was nothing to see in that game. Lamar Jackson did not play in the fourth quarter of that game at all. And I think that's where people sometimes
4: get the uh, statistics skewed at times because there's a lot of games. Like I saw somebody trying to compare Baker Mayfield and Lamar saying their statistics are the same. And I'm like, not all things are created equal because this cat has sat out in fourth quarters. This cat, You know, whatever. You know, he's always going
2: to be criticized, even... You know how stupid that is? Let me tell you how stupid that is. All right? Right now. How stupid that is. Let's put both of them free agents. Let's see what happens. The rest of the NFL will tell you how stupid that is. It's just, yeah. let's, make both of them, let's make both of them free <laughs> agents right now, and the person who told you that will take Lamar Jackson Well, first. it was a national writer that wrote an
4: article comparing those two after the, the starts of the season. And That's I'm going, stupid. It is. Oh, but
3: take. That's all it is.
4: So the, the point is that, you know, when you look at Lamar... He was. It was a thirty like a huge win on Sunday, right? Right. Blowout win, dominated the game, and people are criticizing him. Like, what are you critic? He didn't even play in the fourth quarter.
2: He completed eighty one percent of his passes for a passer rating of ninety seven. He leads the league in completion percentage. He's leading the league right now. Yeah. Come on. Stop it. No.
4: I mean, he's got (laughs) Lamar's going to sit there and turn around like he's uh, Maximus, and I mean, is that? Are you guys entertained or not? Like, what's going on? <laughs> what do you want me to do? do?
2: You want to bring in more lions? <laughs> well, you see what he did to the lions. Yeah, he empowered right. them. Come Honestly, on. I don't. I don't. The the, the comments that were made, um, it's just absolutely ridiculous. I don't get it. Um, it's just to me. Maybe one day I'll understand, I hope I don't understand. I hope I never I, understand. You know, I, no, you just resigned yourself to, yeah, okay, <laughs> I never want to understand. I just just want to watch Got football it. the way I see it and, and talk about it from, the, from my standpoint. Yeah, I don't I like his I, hair. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> OK. I think Matt Abbeke, I wish I had it. <laughs> I think Matabike said it best. You know he told everybody, we're coming all day. Like that's what's going to happen. This team, you're, you're not going to have any chance. You're
3: just gonna... It's just you, everybody.
4: No, it's, we're coming all day what he said. Oh, huh. he's like Well, Jeremy doesn't have that ability.
3: What time are we getting there?
4: Huh? You guys always see you, you guys have filthy minds. I'm just saying, like when when you know a defensive lineman's telling you that they're gonna be coming after you all day, you you're not gonna sleep well at night. Matabica scares me. They're comparing him to Aaron Donald now, which I don't know is fair to him,
2: but <laughs> I like <Yeah>. hearing it. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's fair to us. You know why? I don't know if we can afford to pay him Aaron, in the offseason yeah. if he's got the Aaron Donald comparison. I don't know that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did James Madison beat Michigan State at yes. home last night? Where did Michigan they come State, from? Michigan State top five in the country? I had somebody tell me over the weekend they thought they were going
4: to win the national championship, which they, they still, still could. Can, yeah. But it's just weird seeing them lose the first game to James Madison. Madison. By the way, I was dabbling with um I just wanted to see what I the, love it usually dabbling. What, with the uh, price tags on. So I was on the the uh, Fanduel app and I was going through it and clicking on all the big favorites saying, "Oh, an opening night. What if I just bet all the favorite like the big favorites Ooh. to win?" And look at how many teams lost or came close to losing like Louisville and Good. UMBC. That came UNBC was up 8 at the half. What Tom did? Izzo. Uh-huh.
2: Was 73 and 0 at home in November before last night. 73 and 0 at home in November. All I know is I want to find the athletic
3: director, James Madison. Uh Because how they broke into the top 25 in football quietly is
2: beyond me. And they're not bowl eligible. Yeah, because they just moved to 1A. What is it? Football bowl subdivision? Yeah. They're ranked. He got a two-year. I, when I first saw it, now. I'm like, "This got to be wrong." They're, they're right. ranked in AP though, right? They're not ranked in college football players. No, both. They can't. Be, no, not college be Yeah, because yeah. yeah. the coaches and the AP oh, yeah. Yeah, they can't go. And, to and the it's players. a dumb rule, and they could change it, but I don't think they're it's going. The dumbest to. Dumbest rule ever. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan. Who was snubbed in the Gold Glove? We didn't have a chance to talk about it yesterday, but don't you think we didn't see that? We'll talk about that at six forty-five. But on the other side, Raiders players essentially run Josh McDaniels off, ran him out of town. Is this a good thing for the league? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. So, we just talked about Las Las Vegas Raiders going to be on primetime this week, Jeremy Conn. Uh, Do you want to hear
4: all the teams that are on
2: primetime this week? Yeah, go ahead,
4: go ahead. I might as well just give it to you since we were talking about it. Thursday night, you get the Carolina Panthers at the Bears. I want to see Bryce Young. Sunday morning in Germany. Hey, we just gave you Chiefs and Dolphins. How'd you like a second helping of Colts Patriots? I want to see no one there. And do Ugh. you want to? Do you want to wait up in. for the Jets and Raiders on Sunday Night Football? I want to see the Raiders now. Okay, and Broncos Bills on Monday Night Football. And one other thing, I is, would love to see the Bills burn. See what you want to see
2: the Bills what burn? Lills? Yeah, huh? I hate them. I've always hated them. Have you the Bills? I hate Josh Allen. Oh man, that's that's strong. <laughs> that, that's always been the case. Well,
4: though. let let me talk about a team that hates their fan base in the last five seasons. Only four teams, Ed, have scored eight or fewer offensive touchdowns through eight games. In 2019, it was the Jets. In 2020, it was the Jets. In 2023, it was the Giants and the Jets. (laughs) These guys are just disappointing, and now we get to watch them on Sunday Night Football against this great Raiders team that Rob's in love with. Well, I'm not in
2: love with them. No, I'm just... Listen to me. I think when you don't like... You're in a situation where you can't get along with your coach, and your coach is doing everything he can to be a complete a-hole to the entire locker room and the organization. I think there's nothing better than to show that person that you you are better than they thought, because this situation with Little Vegas was what? Antonio Pierce told the guys that he played on the team mm-hmm. that felt they could beat anybody, and they did. They went to the Super Bowl. Let's play that way. The existing head coach at the time says, don't you ever speak badly on the New England Patriots. Well, those players are thinking, well, this coach right here is saying we can beat anybody. I want to play for that guy who says we can <laughs> beat anybody and gave us an example of that on a team in which he played. So now at 3-5, and five, you go out and you win the game and you're 4-5 and five right now, and all of a sudden folks are starting to talk about you. And they ran, they mean the players, ran Josh McDaniel out of town. In your opinion, is that good for the NFL? Yes, I think.
3: <laughs> Look at that organization. Though. They they have become. I mean, Al Davis was always a character, but I mean, he's an iconic NFL owner. Um, and they they had a great history, great fans, championships. Raiders have become just like the, the, the Browns, the Jets, one of these organizations. It just sucks. And I like it when they're good. Like I, 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 I do like too. When they're good too. I to me, too. it's the same thing with basketball. with The Lakers. I like yeah. them to be good. Like the oh. Knicks. The Knicks. I mean, <laughs> I just these teams, these old-school teams, I want them to be good. The, the problem is, look what they They just fired their coach and GM
2: before these knuckleheads. But don't you, love, that, you, know, don't you love the fact that they don't care about that? And they said, we'll fire you too? I give them credit for that because they're not— Because they it's do, not about
3: money. It's not about holding on to somebody because of a contract. Mm-hmm. So that I respect them for. But, I mean, let, with the Gruden debacles, they're still paying him, aren't they? They got two coaches you're paying. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. But I do. I would
2: like the Raiders to be good again and relevant. Is, is it good for the NFL, in your opinion, Jeremy? The fact that they can run that coach out of town for this type of behavior. Oh, I'm fine with it. Like you know, I,
4: you know, you're
2: looking at a team too. They, they're not devoid of talent. No, they're not. Um, they got the best. They got arguably the best wide. Back. One of the best wide. Not arguably. They have one of the best wide receivers in the NFL oh, yeah. and one of the best running backs in the National Football yep. League. And yeah. one of the best pass rushers. And yeah. they got maybe, a
4: good team. Maybe it was a moment like the movie Major League where it's like, you know, you're peeling off an article of clothing because you feel like everyone's against you and you hate mm-hmm. this person. And, and they did play some inspired football, albeit it was against the Giants, but they still won. They won big and they, they showed you that they do have emotion, that people there do care. And the thing that I love the most about Mark Davis, and I made fun of this cat and that stupid ass haircut and those white outfits that he wears all the time. He went in and apologized to the players. Yep. You know, these are the decisions I made. This is who I decided to hire. I screwed up. I let this happen. This is on me. So I'm going to eat the financial responsibility, which yeah. sucks,
2: but we're going to get this going in the right direction. And I like that. Sorry. That, and that, that makes players think about this. Like I told you, Crosby went out and bear-hugged his new interim head coach in front of everybody for the cameras to see. He he basically pushed that man's hand away and bear-hugged him, yeah. lifted him off the ground. Then he dapped him up. Then you got the owner. So you already rallying around the head coach. Now yeah. you got the owner saying, I screwed up. And, and, and to prove to you that I'm throwing myself on a sword, I'm not going to sit on this cat because I owe money. I want to pay him to leave. I did that. I'm paying him to leave, and I'm going to bring the right people in here and pay them too. Jer- I, Jeremy, Ed, I think you got a situation right now where players are going to start rallying around these guys. And on top of that, you may have some free agents, some vets who might go to that organization and say, hey, man, that's the guy I want to play for right now. I want to close out my career with that guy. I think that's 100% true.
3: In any business where you want to work, you want to be led, you want a good leader running your organization, and you look at teams like maybe them now, where somebody, yeah, I want to play for that guy. The Ravens have their reputation. I want to retire as a Raven even though I played there for two years. And and then there's other organizations like the Jaguars a couple years ago when the PA is telling you, don't go there. Yeah, It's a terrible
2: atmosphere. So, I mean, it matters. I just I think it's I think it's good for the league because, you know, we hear so often, you know, players complain about things and they they gotta shut up and play. But these guys could made a legitimate complaint, evidently it was legit, and then they backed it up by backing up the coach that you made the interim. I think Antonio Pierce gets this job. Well, I think so too. I think he gets the job. You know what's cool about him is that once his football career was over with
4: he knew he wanted to get into something um, somewhat in front of the cameras, or like so he he interned at the Howard Stern Show uh-huh. for a while. He, he did. got into yeah he worked for ESPN if you guys remember. Yep. He was getting into broadcasting, and then he eventually got into the coach. Like I just think he's I think he's a really interesting guy that understands the game. I don't know if he'll be a good coach, but he's that type of player, uh, much like Dan Campbell. In that I don't know that he's going to be rah rah, but I think people will follow him. Um, you know, so I think Antonio Pierce has a shot there.
2: I think he does do, and and when you have the players backing you already before you get get into the job, that's a good thing. He retired back at '09. He's a young guy, forty five years old, from the California area, Arizona guy. I mean, I'm pulling for him. I hope it happens for him. Let's go out to the phone lines four ten five eight three one zero five seven. Kevin in Ellicott City. What's up, Kevin?
6: morning, fellows. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, How are you? Doing good. I uh, as far as the Raiders. I think the new guy that they're bringing in, you know, he's going to help out, of course, but uh, I think it's kind of sad to see them guys celebrating emotional victories over goals, because in the end of the day, professional athletes getting paid that kind of money, all they won was an emotional battle, and that could change their future and fortune or whatever as far as NFL team, but it's kind of sad to see how it went down and Kind of just whether they like the guy or not. I guess all I'm saying is emotional victories don't get you nowhere. And uh-uh. yeah, I, I just lately disagree with y'all.
3: I, I don't quite know what you're saying though. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. You think it they should
6: have kept McDaniel? Is that what you're saying? The players, right? Like seeing professional players go to that length and then celebrate their emotional victory in the public eye is just sad and unprofessional in my opinion. Uh, What's sorry,
2: unprofessional about it? I, I don't understand the unprofessionalism. It, it wasn't an emotional victory. They won on the school board. It was a real victory. I think he's talking about their coach being fired, that they're celebrating yeah. that he got fired. The guy asked to be fired. The guy, His actions asked him. You want to talk about a lack of professionalism? Yeah. Let's talk about Josh McDaniels and what he did. Asking
4: Antonio Pierce to go up there and talk and he said that the Giants beat the Patriots, which is factual and talked about that
2: season. Yeah. And then he told him not to badmouth the Patriots anymore. And he did it in front of the players because the players are the one that complained about it. So how do they know about it? Antonio Pierce didn't run and tell the players. He did it in front of the... You don't reprimand an assistant coach in front of players. You're essentially cutting their knees off. You're taking all authority really? away from them. And you reprimand he's in, he's, this guy in front of the players? I think if you want to talk per, lack of professionalism, he's gone now. Um, no, I didn't hang up on him. I think if you want to talk a lack of professionalism, you talk about the coach. That's 100%. where it starts. 100%.
3: 100%. <laughs> The first thing you're taught, and you're going to become a sergeant, I believe. You, <laughs> criticize in private, compliment in public. That's all. You, you never do it the other way. You don't criticize people in public. No. Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't. Uh, it celebrated emotional victory. It was a. What's that, is that? It's just, I really have a problem with people who. They
3: didn't say anything about McDaniel. They didn't like you know go on and dump on him on the internet. It, But they congratulate the new guy who got the job. And I really have a hard, there's nothing wrong with that. You know?
4: Well, there's, look, you had, by the way, Darren Waller got married when he was in, uh, with the Raiders, right? Uh, He got married to the chick from the the Aces. uh, Plum, right?
2: Plum. Is it Plum or Plum? It's Plum. Plum, okay.
5: Everybody.
3: candlestick in the study? Yes. Uh, Professor Plum. And that's her father.
5: Uh,
4: everybody on that team got invited to his wedding. The coaching staff. The only person that he didn't invite was Josh McDaniels. He didn't want him there. <laughs> like his his wife said that. Like nobody. It's not a big secret that he's some jackass that thinks that he deserves all of yeah. his his flowers because he won Super Bowls, holding on to Papa Belichick's uh, you know coattails here. Like, this guy's made millions off of being a know-nothing in this league. And you can sit here and tell me, oh, he's a good offensive mind. He can do this. And do this. Shut up. Yeah,
2: Tom Brady. You yeah, know, Tom Brady.
4: I've, I've seen this cat go, I can make him a winner with Tebow. I can make him a winner with Garoppolo. You can you, You're talking out both sides of your
2: mouth. He's an asshat. Commissions Baltimore at 7 o'clock, but on the other side, none of the birds. gold glove finalists win an award. Kyle Brandt is not named Cy Young finalist. What's going on? Lack of respect for 101? One of the most big bad morning show on the fan. You know, I didn't think there would be. I thought nothing was automatic, Ed, in terms of who win a gold glove. But I didn't think the Orioles would get shut out. I almost thought Austin Hayes. And I know Stephen Kwan, sure. Kwan is is great. Yeah. I got it. But I didn't expect a shutout in gold glove. And I didn't expect for Kyle Bradish for the season that he had not to be a Cy Young a candidate finalist, man. Are you, I didn't I didn't see those two things. I'm almost more surprised that he's not a finalist than I am that no one won the gold glove. I'm not, because there were, like, if you looked
4: up top at the, the starting pitching, there was a bit of a log jam and some questions of who should be the Cy Young winner. A lot of guys faded down the stretch. If he'd have showed up third and Sonny Gray wasn't in there, would I have been shocked? No. Um, but did you hear the, so the rumor is that the MLB screwed up that they sent out all the award winners. Instead of putting them in alphabetical order, they put them in the order that they finished in voting. So, like, uh, if it's true, I mean, Gunner's obviously going to win rookie of the year, but it's all the the winners that you'd expect. Otani Acuna, Garrett Cole, Blake Snell, Gunner Henderson, Corbin Carroll. But when you get to manager of the year, they have Bruce Bochi winning it over Brandon Hyde, which I think would be, from all things, I think it would be an atrocity if this is based upon the regular season.
2: I agree with you. Bruce Bochy. Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, if you voted at the end of the year and he won the World Series, I, I get it. But if you're truly voting during the regular season, I know he went through some hardships with injuries, but it's just kind of ridiculous. But when you look at the guys that we had, we thought we'd be getting – I mean, there were a lot of Rangers winning gold gloves this year. A lot, what was it three, three or four? Yeah, three. Yeah,
7: mm-hmm. The Ravens wake up today yeah, on top crazy. of the football that's world following Sunday's that, huge blowout win the, over the, the Seahawks. Many are calling Baltimore the in, best team in the league fact, right now after Jeff recording a 3 0 record out, against teams with winning record. They already
4: set it out in, in order of the finalists and where they finished.
2: Jeff Passon, no, he's not wrong. I don't know who he's linked in with. It do you feel like uh, it was some Gold Glove snubbing? Many are calling Baltimore the best nah, team in the, the team. league I mean, right now after recording just,
7: a three 0 mark you know, against teams with running records, it, outscoring I, them one hundred three to twelve in the process. Though Coach the Harbaugh not paying know, attention to records or the pundits right now. That,
3: okay, as a catch, just sometimes, I feel like Though Coach Harbaugh not paying attention
7: to the not paying attention to the standings or the pundits right now. Problem with it. Last night in the finale of week nine, the Chargers blast the Jets twenty seven to six. LA the LA, the LA defense sacking Zach Williams eight.
4: The LA defense sacking Zach Wilson eight times and forcing three turnovers with the win. The Chargers get back to five hundred with a four-and-four four record. While the
7: Jets, their three-game winning streak is over. They're four and four. Tonight on the College Hardwoods, the Maryland men kick off their 2023-24 season against visiting Mount St. Mary's. And you can hear the game on the fan. Coverage begins at six with the Jerry siding and roofing Maryland warm up show. Tip off for seven. Some, like, and in Orioles um, news, more birds up for end of season casting. awards as Gunnar Henderson has been named a finalist for AL Rookie of the Year, and like Manager Brandon Hyde ago, garnering win. a nomination for AL Manager oh, yeah. of the yeah. Year. Win- now he's a Gold Glove candidate. Garnering a nomination a for huge. AL Manager Last of the Year. year with the winners season, will be announced will be the on Thursday yeah, night.
2: Because defensively he is. But I, I, I talked about this with you during the season. I said, "Do he saves Gunnar Henderson a lot?" Yes. And he saves Gunnar a lot.
3: Just the fact that he's you know a Gold Glove candidate now. After people saying last year, well, who's going to be our first base? He's got a good bat, but I don't know if he can play the position. That's a big deal. And you guys know, like, this
4: becomes a popularity contest as well as I do yes. anytime something's being voted on. And you know, getting your name mentioned is how it gets started. Like, being um, voted upon and, and finishing in that top three or getting your name mentioned with the Gold Glove winners or as a finalist, that's how it gets started. And then it becomes a little bit of a narrative and we've seen when guys get in
2: year after year, they're getting plugged in there unless they're just having a mm-hmm. terrible season. Mm-hmm. It, no doubt about it. What was it? Raphael uh played first base, what, a handful of times one year? He like won 18 it? games or something? Yeah, it was just, absolutely. Those were the best damn 18 first base plays I've
4: ever seen in my life. So who were the finalists for Cy Young? Uh, Cy Young, it
2: was, give me one second. It was Sonny Gray it was, Garrett well, it was
4: Garrett Cole. Garrett uh, Cole. Sonny Gray was third. Who was the second one? Here, I got it right here.
2: So you're saying the list of the, the, the way that the the finalists are put out is are uh, the way that it actually finished. Those are the winners. That's what um that's what they're saying online is that they believe
4: MLB made a mistake and sent it out in the order that they finished and not necessarily um that'd be a travesty. It would be. So we shall see. But um Yeah,
2: who is this I can't find the, the
4: link now. Anyway.
2: Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Bottom was big bad morning show on the fan. Um, uh, I think the Orioles. It, is this one of those situations where they become finalists, and now you take them more serious moving forward? If 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 Hayes has the same type of year next year that he had this year, and he's a finalist again, maybe you take them serious because I remember yeah. Cedric. I think he was only a finalist once, if I'm not mistaken, Joe, and I know Santander was only a finalist once, so that's different. But when you become a finalist multiple times, eventually you're going to win it. Mm-hmm. We saw that with Cal years yeah. ago. You know? I mean, that's what happens. I, and I do think
3: that there's bias with some of the teams. I think the Orioles are still thought of by many. I don't think a lot of people around the country still realize they won 101 games this year. I still think they have some, you know, I don't know, bias in their head about the Orioles that this was somehow a fluke season. It's not. Um, and I think they'll find out next year and the year after that. So,
2: yeah, I think things will change. 410-583-1057, That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fast. So we look forward for greater, greater years to come. What's going on in Ann Arbor, Michigan? What type of punishment should be rendered? We talk about that at seven fifteen. But on the other side, Ed Norris, this commission's Baltimore.
3: Yeah, Doctor Fischel's going to join us um, seven o'clock just to talk about things. We talked about in the news, you know, the the main killing where there were a lot of red flags. You know, and what what's the responsibility of the medical community and the police and just had another one where a guy's kid who had a, a shooting his father got locked up for falsifying a card, hiding his mental illness, so just a lot of that
2: talk. I'm glad I'm glad that's what it's about. I thought this was your way of telling me, says I won't go to therapy. You're bring therapy to me. Well, we'll see. Baltimore's big bad
0: morning show commissions Baltimore on the van. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
6: Thank <laughs> you.